Hi, my name is Bridget. Hello, my name is Adam. And, and we've, we've never, never seen Jaws 2. Two. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Fine All Watches. My name is Johnny, and as you heard up top, we got Bridget and Adam, and we are going to be taking a look at some sequels to movies we have seen on this show for sequel September. Mm -hmm. There might be an expletive at the beginning of that for some of these. Correct. It could be shitty sequel September. It could be shitty. Um, they could be better yes. than the original. We'll have to Successful see. Successful sequel September also could be a thing. We, who knows? We haven't seen them yet. Not all of them anyway. Not all of them anyways. We thought it would be a good idea to watch a sequel to the very first movie we saw on the show, which was Jaws. Very successful shark movie. Studio loved it. People loved it. They decided to make another one. And they called it Jaws 2. And you two have not seen this movie. Correct. Maybe for obvious or not so obvious reasons. Why have you guys not seen this little summer gem? Well, I only saw Jaws 1 about two years ago uh, for the start of Fine, I'll Watch It. Uh, it was a very enjoyable experience. Uh, got to make a podcast with some friends about movies we've never seen before. So that was the first time I saw Jaws. And then have not heard a good thing about any of the Jaws sequels. In fact, the joke is there's too many Jaws sequels probably because there should be no Jaws sequels. <laughs> so just didn't... I don't remember what I said in that episode about whether or not I'd be interested in seeing it, but didn't. You know, just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just just didn't. Just, just didn't. So uh, I'm excited to now. Just a fun reason to, to visit a sequel. And hopefully we get... I don't think it'll be as good. I feel like if it was, people would be like, oh, you haven't seen Jaws and or Jaws 2? Because Jaws 2 just is good. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Got it. Bridget, you are a huge Jaws fan. That I am. You've seen Jaws maybe several hundred times. Probably. Over your lifetime. Mm -hmm. You've heard of the Jaws sequels. I have heard of them. I've seen none of them. I'm a creature of habit. So if I felt like I needed more Jaws, I would just restart Jaws. Right. I think it's probably what my approach would have been. Oh, it's like if you finish watching Jaws 1, you're like, it's not enough sharks for me. Jaws again. Jaws again. <laughs> that would basically, that would be how I would solve that problem. Um, and I don't think any of my family members ever saw any of the sequels. Like, everyone in my family loves the original Jaws. The sequels just never cracked our cultural consciousness <laughs> as, okay. as, a, as a family unit. Fair enough. So, but I'm ready to get back in the water. Okay. So for me, uh, at least as a kid, I was a sequel junkie. So if I fell in love with a particular, whether it was the first movie or just one of the movies in the series, I sought out every bit of the previous material or subsequent material. And uh, as a child, I had just no critical know-how of what was good as a movie. I didn't care what other people thought. Or professionally, I, I wasn't reading Chicago Times of what they thought about Jaws 2. Yeah, you didn't get your monthly empire and was like, ooh, cinematography in this isn't as good as it should be. <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. It just, if it tickled me, I revisited 
with just uh, as an addiction, a feverish addiction. Which in general, as a movie goer, isn't a bad way to take things. It means that like you're going to have fun or you're not. You're, it doesn't matter what the movie is. If it, if it tickles your fancy, great. Even if it sucks. Right. Regardless um, of age. It's just, it's a fun philosophy. So, yeah, I have seen all of the Jaws sequels. Uh, there are four of them. Well, there are three of them. There are four movies total. Uh, but I've seen all four of them a bunch. Particularly this one and the fourth one I've seen a bunch. The third is... I Even as a kid, I was like, this is not, like, that much fun. It's not anything. <laughs> it's, like, not anything. <laughs> but... Yeah, I think there's some interesting things going on in the sequels. Uh, I won't say one way or the other. Well, what? What? The first one's the best. Let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not beat around it. All right, it's me no surprises. However, I think the surprise will be whether you think it's a complete piece of shit or if it has some sort of merit uh, as uh, existing in some form or another. So I guess just we can just quickly say, do you know, guys, anything about the sequel? Who's in it? Who comes back? Who doesn't? Who directs it? Any of that shit. I did see Roy Schneider's back. Schneider. He Schneider. is. Okay. Jaws one guy. I don't know who directs it. I feel like I want to know if it's Spielberg or not, so I want to set the bar accordingly. <laughs> but I don't know if Bridget wants to know that or if she knows already. I, I know already. Um, uh, he does not. Okay. He does I, not. I didn't assume so. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've looked at his filmography enough to know that I didn't see a Jaws 2 on there unless it was like a producer credit or a story by or something yeah and well when we're done with the movie this movie like many sequels where studios are just so money hungry and they just haphazardly get it out as quickly as they can or mm. whatever that this movie has a troubled production yeah um it has a very lengthy wikipedia page so i don't know if bridget has touched on any of that typically that's her area of the I, show. And, i do love a good wikipedia uh, dive but i haven't to give myself gotcha a blank slate to I know some of it just from absorbing it here and there, and I definitely have passed through that art Wikipedia page a few times. Um, so we'll touch on some of that uh, later on. But no, Spielberg does not direct this one. Okay. And now Jaws 1 was 76-ish? 77? 75, right? 74, 75, yeah. And this is 78, so there's a decent gap, like... Enough of a gap to where you could make a decent sequel mm. if the work went into it and it wasn't troubled, as you say. Sure. Um, but that's fair. Anything else you guys know about it? No. Other than there's a shark in it? No. Possible shark sighting? Possible shark sighting. That's could be it. whales. Could be octopi. We don't know. Oh, is The there... jaws could be another animal. Is I the guess. mayor back? He may be. Okay. <laughs> he should have been impeached after he botched the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or at least voted out, because yeah. the timing allows for that based on voting times. <laughs> 1970s, whatever yeah. year that was. I do believe he comes back, because I've seen memes about, you know, local politics are so important, because the mayor in Jaws 1 is still the mayor in the sequels. So. Okay, so there you go. I always do enjoy when, like, maybe not the main characters come back, but there's a through line of, like, it's another actor who's like obviously maybe like dying for a paycheck or work and mm -hmm. like has found it consistently with a series of movies that continually get shitty and he's like I don't care I'm getting paid for it yeah yeah he's just easier for the party mm -hmm. sidebar for a second but as far as like sequels do you guys have like any like favorite sequels to movies or have you been like movies that you love that you've seen sequels to that absolutely let you down and you fear that this is going to be that same trend oh, that's a good question. I feel like the 
the standouts are always Empire, right? right. Godfather Two, T Two, Terminator Two, T Two. Those are like the you know the Dark Knight. You got um, yeah, Dark Knight's yeah. another one where like if you say sequel that's better than original, like those are the four that people throw yeah. out at you. And they're almost they they feel like standalone films too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like you could jump into any of those. Though I would argue for my own personal preference, I prefer the first of all of those except T2. So like Star Wars over Empire, Begins over Dark Knight, and Godfather 1 over Godfather 2. Just because I've seen Godfather 1 more than I've seen Godfather 2, so it, by de facto... Yeah, subjectively, but I mean, if you step back and ask the majority of people, they would... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the consensus is that these, at the very least, these movies have not lost any quality. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, even, you know, people talk about Back to the Future 2 and some other stuff. I mean, again... But first, it's still my favorite. First, well, but same, but same. But I, is, yeah, second is good as well. And I do think you could technically understand the second, even though large chunks of the second is the first, but from a different point of view. Right. But still, worthwhile sequel, even whether you agree if it's better or not, at least worthwhile, as are all of them. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the really, you would probably just say that any movie that's ever been sold as a set in a DVD, for the most part, are consistently good are are there are people would say that like those are watchable mm-hmm. or i don't think jaws 2 is ever packaged with jaws 1 no it's usually like jaws 1 and then a three pack of two three and four correct yeah like that's yeah the, that's how you sell it yeah unless you're trying to really do a big anniversary thing and then it's okay it's all four mm. but it's never just like one and two and three and four it's always one and two through four right or all of them but and then I guess really another thing is do you guys have any expectations at all with this one? Are you hoping to see things, hear things? I like, there's well, so many parts of Jaws that are so excellent outside of the shark mayhem parts, like everything with Quint, the tension on the orca, the town hall meetings. I I love every single bit of that movie. I don't know I don't have any expectation that this will bring anything in that sort of milieu yeah the sort of off the beach scenes but i am hoping that we do get some mayhem and some splashing people <laughs> some, <laughs> some splashing um i'd like to see that and i look forward to it okay i'm um, interested to see what the studio thinks were the best parts of the first movie because those are going to be the ones they try to recreate for the second so i'm interested to see is it Everybody talked about how scary the shark was and how scary the water is. We need to make sure that 90% of this movie is shark stuff, beach stuff, water stuff. versus So we won't get the town hall stuff, the smaller moments on the boat. We won't get any of that. Or, oh my god, everybody loved the commotion in the town hall because everyone's screaming and yelling at each other and that lady was a kook. Uh, mm. Let's get a bunch of those scenes in because everyone in the press was talking about that. Right. You know, So it'll be interesting to see what... The studio thinks was the best parts, and if they learned the right lessons, or if they agree with Bridget and I's perception of what what makes Jaws one good, versus what they thought would bring in the dough in the second one. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And I think it'll be interesting to look for the first movie's is a success in spite of itself. They had so many problems with the mechanics of the shark and shooting on the water. Like, I'm interested to see how this movie copes with some of those challenges and whether it's able to do them successfully. I'm not expecting anything, but it's something I'll be thinking about. 
I mean, you guys just probably assume it's it's, it's like is shot in the same location. It takes place in the same town, or what? Do you, do you guys know any of that shit? I feel like we we're going back to Amity. Okay. Yeah, something, or at least a neighboring town, um, or a town that feels very similar, but it's just called a different name because they mm. couldn't film in the same spots. Sure. You know, where if they bring like, if Roy Scheider just ends up being like shark catching expert guy in this universe and so he gets called into different seaside towns in each movie to do a thing or in if he doesn't return for all of them like his protege in this one will be the star of the next one or whatever so yeah i don't know where it'll take place but i assume if it's not amity then it's another very eerily similar seaside <laughs> town i do want to ask though because it, it's been a couple years now since i've seen jaws i've not revisited it since we watched oh, it. Yeah, okay I want to catch us up to where the story is in the universe. So the ending of Jaws, we see Quint has been eaten. Quint has been eaten. Uh, Richard Dreyfus survives. Richard Dreyfus has survived. And Roy has survived. Roy has Correct. survived. They the catch, orca's sunk. The orca's sunk. They catch the shark. They catch explode a shark. the shark. They explode the shark. They caught a smaller shark, but they, they explode caught the... It, they, right? Someone else caught a smaller shark okay. that they tried to sell as the shark. Correct. But they were skeptical and right. then went out to go get him big explodey shark explode the shark with yep. the scuba tank yes come back as heroes uh, heroes welcome you mm. see them swim up to the beach and then credits roll okay that's right so there was no press conference there was no okay no, no. we get no like reintegrate there's no there's no town. parade yeah okay no. there's no like you know key ceremony or Yavin medal ceremony at the no. end. You're like, congratulations, you and <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. You you defeated the Darth Shark. You win. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to get my ducks in a row for like what what the original story mm. was because I remember the big beats, but where it tied up and all went, I mm-hmm. wasn't a hundred percent on. So it's it's fairly open ended. Okay. Once we get yeah to the beach. Okay. All right. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to? touch on oh i should mention and we could probably mention what we'll mention later on but i suppose i'll do it right now so uh, the tagline is super famous for the, in this movie that was on all the posters which was just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water oh, that's okay. right. yeah. yeah that's most people know what this movie is what yeah. from that tagline for the most part but okay. yeah see i i would have assumed that was from the first one like that could be the you know just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water Oh my god, sharks. There are sharks out there. You right, know that. Because right. you've never seen Jaws, sure. but there's sharks. <laughs> True. Uh, so that's interesting. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So you guys feel safe enough to go back in? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm diving in. You're, you're, you're diving in. Yeah. Head first. Gotcha. I never felt unsafe to go back in. Oh, okay, nice. Mostly because I saw it as an adult and I don't have a water phobia. <laughs> I'm not, you know, so. Right. I can understand people that might be skeptical of the ocean and water being like, oh, no, I saw the realism of sharks in 1974. Right. I am all set, thank you. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't me in 2020, so I'm, I'm okay. It's <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, what do you have to say for yourselves? Fine. Fine. I'll, I'll watch, watch it. it.
Okay, we are back. We just finished the sequel to Jaws. Old-timer movie Jaws. I'll move to my left first. I got Bridget. Big-time Jaws fan. Big-time Jaws fan. Are Might you... be a small-time Jaws 2 fan. Ooh. Is that so? I didn't hate it. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure how to read that of like... I'm a small-time fan because I don't like it. Or, oh. I'm a small-time fan because I like it a little. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how, how we were supposed to... I'm a small-time fan because I like it a little. Okay. <laughs> it, it delivered what I needed it to deliver, which was... The mayhem. Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Screaming and shark explosion, shark electrocution, shark eats a water skier, shark eats a scuba diver... A great diverse mix of shark attacks. Of fodder. Yeah. Parts of this movie feel like a like made for TV movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Drag on and stretch. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's alright. <laughs> but people get eaten, so that's that's what's important to me. <laughs> How about you, Adam? I don't think it was as good a movie as Jaws One. But I had a jawsomely good time with it. Okay. All right. It it was clear that the studio took the note of people love the shark because we got seven times more shark in this, I feel like, than we did in the first one. Because the first one was all about build up. Build up. You don't see it. The tension. Classic monster setup. Where this is just like, okay, you know the sharks mean business because we told you that in the last one. Here's the business. Um, so we get a lot more of the shark, which I like. I, you know, some parts are better than others. The final attack is very mechanical in the way the mouth is moving. Very nom, much, nom, nom, yeah, nom. very robotic, <laughs> but not bad enough where I'm just like, ooh, that's, ooh, that's rough. Like, it doesn't look like a man with a big puppet arm sure. shark, like on miniatures, you know? <laughs> they easily could have gone that route <laughs> with this movie and may for future sequels, who knows? But. I really liked all the shark attack stuff. There's no tension in this, though, because you know when the shark attack is coming, except for, I think, the first instance of the power line is the only time where they try to make you think a shark attack is coming, and it doesn't. Mm. Where, like, every time they're doing ominous music, every time they're doing an underwater shot, a shark attack is about to happen. There's only the one, I think, fake out. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of brings it down a notch from the first one, because that tension's out the window. But... Watching the shark attacks is cool. Watching the reactions is cool. The screaming got me every time. The shark attacks feel a little repetitive as a result because no tension. Same kind of thing like boaters alone, shark. Boater, skier alone, shark. Scuba divers alone, shark. You know, sure. like, you know, it's there, you know, it's coming. So it, it doesn't hit the same way, but it was, it was fun. Like it was a hoot. I was laughing along the way. The, the out-of-nowhere boat explosion was hilarious. Oh, so, my God. I totally I, forgot about that. And I just, yeah, I had a uh, I had a fun time with it. I think if someone was to say, hey, let's put on Jaws 2 and goof around, I'd be like, all right, yeah, we can, we can have a good, fun laugh with this one as opposed to let's seriously watch Jaws 1. This is let's have a fun time watching a shark movie. I agree. How was this for you? How, when was the last time? I don't know if we went over. Yeah. When was the last time you saw this? Oh, um... So obviously you spin Jaws 1 fairly routinely, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the the luxury of cable TV anymore, so I don't, I don't like, run into these things anymore. No. And I know for a time, 
TNT or they were actually going through these. They'd be like Jaws would be on like all Sunday or particularly during like Shark Week. One of the channels would be like, all right, let's get let's call Universal and get all that fucking yeah, get all the movies back. It had it must be like ten years. Oh, maybe. Okay. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. ten five to ten years, I would say. Yeah, it's not nearly as good. The charm and all the like the community aspect and everything that sort of like what Bridget was alluding to in the beginning is not there. And I like what's great about the first one is the dynamic between I think Quint and Richard Dreyfus and all those guys. It's just so awesome. To your point, TV movie for sure needs to be tightened up a lot. I mean, there's a great, maybe like lean 90 minute shark movie here. And it's, I don't know what the running time was, but it, you two hours, you feel it. One fifty. You you feel it. Yeah. Yeah, all the shark stuff I enjoyed. I mean, that's why I watched it when I was a kid was, like, the shark stuff. I mean, I didn't I, – I had no idea with the melodrama of what was going on, him being fired, all that shit. I had no idea how to even ingest that as a child. I, was I didn't just, even know what fired was. Like <laughs> Right, yeah. I was probably on my etch and sketch between, like, shark killings. You know what I mean? Like, I just wasn't paying attention to that part of the movie. But I do remember all that stuff. I do remember all the screaming, all of, like, the third act stuff is kind of fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It works – quite a bit it it seems like every every jaws movie once we get away from the island and the land things kind of pick up steam a little yeah, bit they kick off yeah amity kind of drags the whole show down a little bit except for some of the, the the fun stuff in the beginning yeah there's some fun stuff in the beginning but overall it feels repetitive and yeah like, but we have the same mayor we have essentially the same problem from the first movie instead of like it being, are we going to shut down the beaches? It's just, do we as a town believe in the blanket concept of a shark? Yeah. It just doesn't seem like the town really learned anything, quite frankly. Like, nothing has been really put in place. There's nothing, no procedures. It just seems like Brody is doing post-Jaws Brody shit, and everyone's, like, forgot about what he did or what had happened. Right. And it just... For I don't think you even need it for the plot of the movie. I think it can just be like a shark is back and you don't need the bureaucratic side plot of like, I can't believe he's been fired. Who cares? Yeah. He's fired for all of a night because the, the next day he just gets on the police boat and goes and does police business. He just doesn't have the badge on anymore. Right. Yeah, to your point, the that's the most repetitive part of this. And sequels suffer from this all the time. I mean, we didn't really kind of glossed over sequels in general, just talking about some of the hits. But a lot of times the trouble is, how do you make a movie that's in the same universe but isn't the same movie? And this is more or less the same movie, just with more shark. Because we still have the bureaucrats, we still have the kid who won't listen. And, you know, because the first one, the little kid is, he won't get out of the water. And so that's like, oh my god, he's not listening to his dad, you know, like, it's same kind of thing. Right. And yeah, that wasn't really needed. And I think this also is hurt by the fact that the first movie doesn't end with a wrap-up. Like, it doesn't end with a, he gets back, hero's welcome, you know, something like that. Because mm. here, it seems like, like you said, literally nothing has changed. They didn't put any procedures in place. I feel like what would have made this stand out more and maybe taken some of that he's got to go to the town hall and he's got to get the picture proof and he's got to do it like those parts is there is a plan in place. Someone says like, don't freak out, Brody. We have shark protocol. We have this pamphlet that we created after the first movie and somehow the protocols don't work. And that's why he has to go out. Like there should have been something of like, we did learn a lesson last time. 
oh no, we didn't do enough because this shark is bigger and badder and whatever. Like, throw a different kind of conflict at it. Yeah, I and the thing they spend so much time on, not a lot of time on, but like the beginning with the camera, and it's like, oh shit, this is going to come back in a big way and maybe change the whole dynamic later on the movie. It does fuck all. It does yeah. nothing. The photo is absolute trash. The, everyone at the table's right. You can't even tell what the fuck you're looking at. Yeah. Seaweed? See ya. Seaweed? When they showed it in the developer tray, like in the liquid as yeah. it was like polaroiding itself to yeah. life, <laughs> for lack of a better explanation, I didn't know what I was looking at until the camera zoomed in on the, eye. on the eyeball. And even then, I'm like, okay, I guess they're telling me that's the eye, but mm, is it? <laughs> like, right. Gonna... And like, honestly, the movie would have sold it to me. It's like, okay, I personally don't see it, but if the characters in the movie see it, I'll be like, I'll just give it a pass. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I understand this is a big part of the movie. They're going to realize it. Okay, now let's get our shit together. It doesn't do anything. No. And like... And it's a great scene too when it's developing. Like it's a nice yeah. little like tense scene. cutting back to... Yeah, I love it. To Brody's yeah. face. And like I wouldn't have liked this. It would have been too hokey. But in a movie like this, I would have excused it. That's right. If it was just like a fucking perfect picture of a shark. Oh yeah, just like yeah. Like if it was selfie mode, blurred background, like face filter of a shark, I would have been With like, like sunglasses on? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I would have been like... <laughs> Okay, you know, the camera fell, it hit the bottom, and it, the angle, it was perfect. Coincidence, fine. Like, I'll overlook that, because we're in a really right. goofy shark attack movie. We're not in Jaws 1. Like, that wouldn't work in Jaws 1, but here I'd be like, eh, it's, it's a little goofier. Let's, let's go with it. It just doesn't convince anyone else. Brody is still the... No one else in the movie sees that and goes, it's a shark. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't add anyone to Team Brody. Like, it just doesn't do anything. That's true. He doesn't get a Hooper here. He does. He doesn't gain... Nothing is gained by the time the movie spends on that photo, other than giving us a cool exposure scene. Yeah. And an opening scene with the attack. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's right. It's like, it's... That stuff could be cut completely out. Yeah. Yeah. And we have, like, a tighter movie. <laughs> it would leave us more time for mayhem. Right. Yeah. Because you could do the photo, because I like the setup for it of, oh, I wonder if they're going to find that camera because I just saw it sink and I know it took a picture. Ooh, they found it. Are they going to, is the picture still going to work? Like, I kind of like that maybe this will help. Oh, yeah. But the reveal of it not helping sucks. It like, sucks. Like, it's a big first, second act letdown where it would have been great if it's like, okay, the picture is there and it's like the shark swimming away and you can kind of see how big it is where they're just like, oh, fuck, Brody, like. What are you going to do? Because you don't have Hooper and Quint exploded. So, like, what are we going to do now? And he's like, I don't know. We got to sleep on this, but we can't let anybody out. But then the kids sneak out at 8 a.m. before the town has awoken to be like, no beaches, no nothing. Right. As opposed to everything's normal and fine and we fired the cop. Like, you could still have the exact same movie, but it makes more sense and is different enough from the first one. To justify its own existence. Yeah. I suppose the only reason why it does exist as a failure is to like teeter this crew trying to maybe think about firing him to be like, okay, we got to fire this guy. This guy is insane. He's pointing out nothing in a picture. He just shot up a beach. Like this is the final straw. That was rough to watch the fire. Cause, like, Cause you knew that he was wrong. He had to be wrong this early in the movie and just watching him crumble. I mean, this dude, what would be four years? Like, would be established like three, four years out from the previous one. His sons are much older. Yeah, I would use that as a timeline. Yeah, yeah. he's got PTSD from that yeah. naturally because yeah. he came this close to As getting eaten would. in a boat. And I feel like if this movie was made nowadays, it would kind of explore that. 
PTSD element of like, what is a cop who almost got killed on the job? How does this affect every summer when this comes around? Uh, and here it's just like, nah, he's a crazy old, crazy old cop living on an island. He doesn't right. know anything. We learned nothing. Yeah. I will say this movie, it maybe doesn't do a great job of it, but it at least explores the area of trauma that the first one didn't. Like dealing with something either years later or like minutes later. Something just terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the kids look properly scared. Every, like, survivor of the attack, of each attack, yeah, looks properly scared. Even the first lady who blew up uh, after her friend got eaten, like, she looks properly scared before she even sees the shark. Mm. She's just like, holy shit, the ski is broken and my friend is missing. Like, I am really upset. Oh, no, I just poured gasoline on myself and we all exploded. Oh, dude, that yeah. Mr. Bean gasoline spill was... Incredible. I was worried we were in for a level of slapstick I wasn't prepared for, but thankfully that was the zaniest thing that seemed out of the realm of possibility. I, like, like how do the synapses and things fire off in her head? Like that would—that's the the decision. That's what I have to do well, to I feel kill. Like, I think she was getting it to like throw at it, and yeah. then the shark bumped it, and it was like, whoa! Yeah. It, you know what it, it looked like? You know that meme of like you see the podium, the Olympic podium. And it's that one guy who, like, he's got the medal and he's pouring champagne on himself before you realize he's in, like, fourth place or whatever. Right. She looked like that guy, like, pouring the gasoline <laughs> on himself. <laughs> All from one, like, one little bump. Which, like, okay, I, I know what you're setting up for. The boat could have exploded without her, pour, like, dousing herself in gasoline like she was going to light just like herself a It looks like a kamikaze mood. Yeah. Mood. That was great. Yeah. And then to circle back to, like, people look properly scared. The old woman on the beach was just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just hands to her face like, oh, yeah. yeah. I cannot believe this. I was reading this book and I watched a boat. Explode. Yeah. It's a great guard's Dune edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, some two yeah. random teenagers neck in her backyard. Oh, yeah. Know, right? Just over, just over the hill behind her. Yes. I love that. A lot of necking mm-hmm. in this movie. That couple's so funny. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. All right, P. She's like, everything you want to do is next week. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. But yeah, because in Jaws, we only get, like, the attack and then, like, the subsequent, like, quick, like, okay, like, the town figuring out what to do about it. We never linger on people freaking out over, like, being Mm -hmm. terrified by a shark, which this movie does a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Spends a lot of time with people that just saw some serious shit. Yeah, because the girl, Joy, right? Uh, Tina. 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 It was Tina's Joy. Tina's Joy. Okay, I was yeah. like, I know Joy was on the boat, and the name of the girl was also on the boat. Right. Uh, yeah, Tina's Joy. Tina, like, a fetal position underneath the, like... Like the bow of the boat, the yeah. The bow of the boat, just, like, with, like, everything pushed up against her, so it's like, if the shark was to peer in, he wouldn't see her. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I Dude, do too, because you, you want that safety. Bad guys, including sharks, can't get in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like she's freaking out and when they pull her up she's still like can't speak yeah she's white as a ghost completely gone from being out there for not very long it's not like she was out there for a day floating yeah she's out there for maybe 20 minutes before brody got to her but like you see that and the way that she screams shark was like so visceral and that was cool to see the aftermath and how a real person would definitely yeah. react by seeing their I mean, when I was, like, six or seven seeing that, I was, like, shook. Like, seeing yeah. all these kids screaming and stuff. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm, from that perspective, I think this movie, while a little goofier and a little zanier, is, I think, scarier than the first. This is basically like a, like a teen slasher masquerading with Jaws IP, essentially. Yes. Because the first one, the first one is like the first Halloween in that, like, oh, my God, you see his point of view a lot. He's very stalk, like stalkerish. But you see it from his perspective. We get that in Jaws as well. So it's like those early ones. And then this is more in line with like the 80s slashers of we're just going to do mayhem every every five minutes. Yeah, every five minutes. Every five to ten minutes. Yeah. And if it's been ten minutes, get ready for some slashing. Right. Because it's happening. So in that in that instance, it is a little scarier, even though the the tension isn't there. Because in Jaws 1, my palms were sweaty. And here, it's just like, nah, I'm just going to watch some kids get mauled. Yeah. You know? Like, I know what's going to happen. It's not it's not a matter of, of if, but when. Yeah. Whereas the first one was all about if. This one's just, let's, let's have the when be over the top. Gotcha. And it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. What was, uh, speaking of kills, what are your, uh, what's your favorites? Uh, Jet Skier... Mr. Bean gas, boat explosion. Pretty insane sequence. It's pretty great. You got kind of, you jumped a bit during the scuba, the scuba diver one. Oh, I don't like that. And the yeah, the seaweed. I see, that's the thing I don't like. Like, I don't like when seaweed touches me when I'm in the ocean. Like, I don't. Because it could be a shark. It could, it could be someone. Um, The underwater sequences are just very... They get really quiet and like, I don't know if it's like a director choice or even John Williams choice, but he's like, I'm just not going to score anything here because I think the tension or whatever is is good enough. We don't need anything here. Yeah. And then, I don't know, he just, he surprised me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! I'm Um, in the seaweed. (laughs) I'm in the seaweed. Um, I did like the fake out of that one because I thought he got bit. Or attacked, but he mm-hmm. didn't. He just got spooked and then got the uh, the air bubbles and the blood from surfacing too fast. Yeah. yeah. So, like, when they took his mask off and you could see, like, blood on his head, I was like, oh, shit. Like, he got he got knocked around a bit, but, like, oh, wait, no, he didn't. This He just did this himself to get away from said shark. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, he's, like, bleeding out of the ears or some shit. Yeah, because yeah. he got air. Because he was holding things. his breath and flying up, so yeah. it, he didn't get the proper decompression that you're supposed to get depressurize whatever yeah. yeah when you surface like i'm not a scuba expert but i've heard that in other things and they say as much in the movie like he just came up too fast something must have spooked him. yeah but i like i like that they're i almost wish they'd been like i don't know what happened and then he's just his face is just so stricken and white and like terrified yeah just like i don't know that's so weird he's so exp- you know what i mean mm-hmm that adds to some of the the scariness. No else gets gets got. Helicopter guy gets gets rocked. Oh, helicopter guy did like We don't only see him get get eaten or whatever, but he goes down on pretty spectacular yeah. fashion. under. His beard is out of control. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. All chin. <laughs> yeah, that was something yeah. I said well then. Because it pans, it pans across the beard. That's the other thing. Like you, like, oh yeah, yeah it's a... it, and then you get the full beard. Yeah, you were like, oh, yeah, uh, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, the DP wants you to know that, like, listen, we also see this beard, and yeah. we're gonna give you, everything. yeah, we're gonna give you a reveal. <laughs> yeah, that was. I was a little disappointed by that one because the second I realized it was a seaplane helicopter with the buoys at the bottom or whatever, not just like a standard helicopter, which is what I thought was going sure. to come. I was like. Oh, well, that cop- helicopter's getting eaten. 
no ifs, ands, or buts about this. It's eminent, yeah. But I was hoping that it would be a little bit more hovering in the air so we could get like a full body shark mm. grab. Yeah. But I understand for 1978, mechanical shark, not really something that they either probably could have pulled off or that I necessarily expected them to. That's just as a viewer what I yeah. wanted. Because that would have been the cool beginning of the third act, Maya. Because that's really when the rest of it kicks off. Because the, the girl hasn't been eaten yet from the, their group. Nope. So that would have been the really big finale, like, kickoff of, like, okay, us as the audience, we see this full-ass shark with its charred face. Which I absolutely love that it had a charred, scarred face for the rest of it. So selfishly, I wish that that was a little bit yeah. more of a leap out of the water attack but it was still cool nonetheless he gets a little bit of air in the first one when he jumps onto the orca or yeah. initially it's like yeah. oh shit mm-hmm. we don't really get a ton yeah. of that here you made a pretty funny joke about there being two orcas in this movie which <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about the orca death i found it to be yeah. very dad like and very i enjoyed it yeah thank you yeah yeah because we see the shipwreck of the or the original boat the orca correct uh at the very beginning that's what the the camera, the camera crew, scuba divers are use are yeah. going after. I love that dude being like, "Look, I'm so strong. I'm next to this boat." <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, dude, good for you. Yeah, would you sink it? Yeah. <laughs> and then we didn't touch on this. The guy, once they see the shark, just starts tornadoing. Oh my in god! A circle, yeah. and I lost it. I was laughing. Oh yeah, we're not even like off. two minutes in, and Adam's just like, "Oh, it's gonna be this type of movie." Yeah. All yeah. right. I know it's such a contrast from the way the the original opens, which mm-hmm. is just like really slow camera moving underwater through the kelp, like shark vision with the John Williams score, and then we're on the beach and that's it. Yeah, yeah. and within thirty seconds we see the shark. Yeah. yeah. So. It set the table for a much more ridiculous movie that I'm glad it, like, kind of reined itself back in a little bit. Mm. That it wasn't that over the top with everyone doing a crazy slash, you know, spin spin around <laughs> craziness. Sure. Uh, but I, I had a real good laugh at that down on the orca. And then, yeah, the second orca being the really fucked up looking... Beast whale, orca, beach yeah. ...whale, which was pretty sick. That yeah. was that was gnarly. I liked that a lot. Yeah, that was that was a choice. That took almost took me out of it though, because I'm like, how did they get there? The co- it doesn't go up, like the tide doesn't go up that far. Orcas are not around. Mar- like I, that was too yeah. much. Yeah, and they that spent too much too time far. with tape measure and just it was like let's get the scene over with. We know. Yeah. We're with Brody on this. We know it's a shark. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. don't need the science to tell me it's a shark. I I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I walked into Jaws too. <laughs> <laughs> I also and there was a lot of. St- I felt like there was a lot of sexual tension between him and the the whale expert woman. A little bit. Like I the way she was snapping that tape measure. <laughs> there was so much sexual tension that I forgot he had a wife in his. Because like a wife he bones regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he's always like, let's fool around. Yeah. And like we hadn't seen her to this point in the movie yet. So I forgot that she existed from the first movie. Yeah. We had seen her, though, because she's at the party. She's at the hotel party. I See, I didn't even peg that as his wife. I just thought it was like, because I forgot from the first movie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's just, that's this, the, a co-worker. That's, that's whoever. That's a co-worker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know. clearly he's in love with the whale woman. Yeah. And then, well, and then like, <laughs> the, the kid woman. runs up and he's just playing with the kid because, like, 
he's a good dude. Like, that's her. Like, I didn't, it didn't peg to me that that was a wife and kid in, in, initially. So then when we see the, the shark woman or the whale woman, I was like, okay, this, maybe this, maybe this is the new Hooper and there's going to be some, some tension. And then I was like, oh no, wait, no, he's ha- very happily married with two kids. And <laughs> okay. But she needs to cool it down with her pheromone projecting over here. Cause she's right. looking a little thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the look of the orca, though, with the, like, caught-up face, so you just see, like, teeth. Inside, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, entrails and stuff. Good. But I had the same thought as you of, like, do they beach orcas in Martha's Vineyard? I mean, Amity? Yeah. (laughs) Is that possible? I did did look up, because I was curious, because that scene in particular... I was looking at the sand. I'm like, that sand is too white. We're not... We are no longer in New England. And it does seem like they moved down to Florida to shoot some of it. Some of it was shot on the vineyard, but then... Yeah, there's like that scene where he is going to check out the board, which I also like that scene, too, because one, we know he's already terrified of water from the first one. Right. And he's dealing with post-traumatic stress with fucking sharks and all this shit. So it's a good scene, but yeah, the water there is like like a little more, little turquoise there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like a little teal. Yeah. That doesn't look... As brackish, as, brackish. As, as it needs to look. <laughs> that, that water looks 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, he should have shivered at the very least. Yeah, ooh, he was walking ooh. it too easy. Yeah, He didn't like walk in and then turn back around. Right. And then have to dip back in. Yeah, he didn't like jump his waist over like the wave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like, all the kills are good for me. The one where what's his face gets basically launched at Tina is cool. a fun watch, oh. and his head just fucking smacks the side of the his whole body just slams against yeah. the boat. I really thought it was like a almost like a torpedo like neck break. Yeah, but then he still tries to climb up, so like he just thudded, but he was still technically alive at right. that point, though. Yeah, absolutely fucked. <laughs> I'll be it brief, but the one later on with that one girl in the party gets eaten, and we get like. The shot from behind, and it just it's like just the like, mouth is like, um. Yeah. That was like, like one like big Pac-Man, bite. Man, like it was like Pac Man <laughs> or like Pinocchio, you know, like getting swallowed by the. By oh the yeah, man, you know? yeah. She, that was the one I felt the worst about because like that was a character we had met at least once. Yeah, and she was like taking care of like the she was the gonna, baby brother. Gonna yeah. be nice to him. Yeah. Yeah, because when she did that, like, oh, we'll take him. It's like, is he bothering you? Like, we'll take him. And she's, like, showing him how to raise the jib and moving the mast around. Those are probably boat words. And, you know, like, that was fun. That was cute. And then to see her, like, save him and then get eaten whole. It wasn't just a leg grab and she got on the boat and died or something. Like, it was a full, no, you're fucked. (laughs) Yeah, I knew her. Her minutes were numbered as soon as she was like, well, you can come with me, Sean. Yeah. like, (sighs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even though I we had met met the boy on uh, the Joy earlier multiple times, he was a little perv, so I didn't have the same kind of like, oh, this sucks, he died. Oh, the other but guy that was. I felt worse for Tina in the boat than I did for whatever the guy's Eddie or whoever the guy's name was that like got eaten and torpedoed into his own. Oh right, right, yeah. Sorry, I just remembered something else that. I was thinking watching this, this movie feels like it was made in the 70s in a way that its predecessor does not. And maybe it's just because I've, the original I've watched so many times. Yeah, like you can look at the clothes and be like, oh, it's the 70s, but it doesn't 
have a 70s feel, but then in this one, they go to the party, and Brody, like, whistles at Miss Teen Amity, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I also think there's a lot more... Uh, like sponsors and shit. There's Coca Cola in there, Miller Lite. There's Cheerios, like Cheerios, the there's Holiday this... Inn. Yeah. yeah. So you're so you're seeing so you're seeing all this old branding that's like that's doing it. Um, and then we spend a lot of time with like kids with haircuts that are just screaming. Yeah, they're the playing. Hair, yeah. yeah, they're playing pong on the TV the set. Pong, the correct. Oh. They've got the arcades. Uh, that are all backwards for some odd reason that, that you pointed out. Yeah, it was a reverse shot. I don't know why they did it. Maybe they again. There's there's like there's like a rule of filmmaking, like a one like a one eighty rule. They may have shot something a different way, different way. part of the yeah. bar the other way, and they're like this shot is not going to work because it's completely deceiving. But like for a movie that's Jaws two, yeah, no one would have fucking noticed except you. But no, I'm glad John Williams scored it. It's again, it's forgettable. I mean, it's great. It's a the theme is there, but I don't think there's nothing. Maybe towards the end he does some fun stuff with tension, but beyond that, it's not like I don't think he ever phones it in. But that's probably about as close as he is to maybe phoning in a score. Maybe you can hear percolations of what is going to come later on, right? And I don't think they were probably asking to do a whole heck of a lot. No, it wasn't a big lift for him. <laughs> they would have been like reuse a lot of your same motifs. Maybe even we'll just lift whole songs from the previous one. Right. Let's do some touch-up here and there. And, you know, you do whatever feels feels right. You know what <laughs> I think is interesting, though? Because I was looking... I, was, I did look at the Wikipedia page. And under the score section, they talk about that asked John Williams to come back. And the director asked him to do a more complicated um, score because it's a more complicated story. Oh, Which is, I, I think, an interesting interpretation of what is happening. What's transpiring, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's Perhaps a generous at all. one. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of the, the Wikipedia and the, and the making of it, Johnny, you alluded to some, some trouble uh, in the before part. Did you want to go over some of that? I mean, all, all, all I know is that they, they wanted to make this... Uh, obviously pretty quickly and it took some time but I know Spielberg initially had no desire to do it whatsoever he mm -hmm. thought he made the shark movie that he wanted to make and didn't want to touch sharks ever again um, and then I think there was one director who was doing some shit for a while with this movie he, they shot a bunch of stuff I think it was too dark for what the studio wanted so they wanted something a little more lighthearted. fired that guy brought on I guess this guy that directed this movie but I still think they were constantly asking him to, like, hey, are you still interested, still interested? And what I think Spielberg wanted to do was he wanted to make a story or a prequel about the uh, the Indianapolis, the ship that Quint talks about, that whole mm. story about that going down. Nothing to do with the Amity or kids on boats or any of that shit. He wanted to do that, which I still think would be a cool-ass idea if someone eventually tackled that because that's a gnarly story. Yeah. Terrifying. And I also know that I think... He, he started actually writing that, and then I believe he was working on Close Encounters. Yeah, because that yeah. comes out the next. Yeah, so he basically yeah, just, he just said fuck it and just passed on the entire thing. But I just know it, it, it was tossed from like director to director, and sequels have done for like Aliens 3 went through like a horrible thing with David Fincher and others. But And then I know also uh, Roy Schneider, who plays Brody, also was contentious with the filmmakers with this one, which bodes well for a character who's like falling apart essentially 
yeah. most of the screen time. So good to have that uh, be the case. But yeah, I don't know too much beyond it. Again, I did read the article at some point, but I don't know if you want to enlighten me more or fill in the gaps. But I think that's pretty much it in a nut. Yeah, I Roy Scheider like really tried to get out of this. He had already there was something with his contract with Universal. They he owed them three movies and had two weeks prior to this like dropped out of the deer hunter he was going to be in the robert de niro role if you can imagine jesus right what Mm, no but they i think wanted to kind of wash their hands of him and they said you know if you do this then you don't have to do the third movie but somewhere in his memoirs he wrote like i tried everything i like went to the beverly hills hotel and like got drunk and lost my mind hoping they would just be like no it's a it's a lost cause <laughs> but they just showed up with more money he's like okay so i think they quadrupled his salary and then gave him points as well mm. which is nothing to shake a stick at but. no i mean how did this it made 208 million i was gonna say so fast forward to the release i know it did really really well yeah yeah 20 million dollar budget uh, made two hundred and eight million dollars. So if you got more money up front and points on the back end, like you're doing all right. Yeah, that ain't that ain't bad. Okay, as long as it's not one of those weird. The oh, we'll give you on the profit. Oops, we didn't turn a profit because no movie ever does if we do the accounting the right way. Right. Right. Um. So hopefully he got he got his. I mean, it wasn't quite the colossal successes Jaws because just to put that into perspective, the first Jaws was nine million. So almost double the over double for the second and it made 472 so the return was half as much for double the production cost yeah but still enough to where you'd absolutely green light a jaws three because how could you not right when you make 200 plus million dollars in 1978 money yeah you guys know anything about jaws three <laughs> I know that it is 3D. I know it is 3D as well. Yeah. It is literally called Jaws 3D. Yeah, basically it was, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was uh, 3D, but in like the red, blue. Yeah, because that's all that existed. That's all that existed back then. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it looks like a magic eye when you finally get it, right? And you're like, I do see the camel. Basically, yeah. I do see the shark coming. Do you see that? Why does the screen look funny? (laughs) I'm glad Roy Schneider came back for this, though. Because I like the I like the exploration of the only person who remembers the trauma from before. Because he was the only one to really experience it firsthand. And I like that even at the beginning of the movie, you don't get any real sense of anything's wrong with him. He's clearly been fine. He went he worked through whatever decompressing he needed to do after the first one and he's just like a happy-go-lucky guy he's not late to that thing because of shark stuff he's just late because of you know shenanigans at the office which feels normal and only until he sees the orca and it's just like fuck me it's back the way that you would if you heard that like the person who tried to kill you gets out of prison Sure, yeah. On on a technicality. I love that when she's like, would you say that sharks don't have vendettas or yeah. things yeah. that they do personally? That line, that line of him asking, like, is there any chance that, like, I know echolocation or, like, dolphins communicate. Is there any chance that if a, a shark was exploded, I'd, like, 
he didn't say killed. He said like eviscerated or exploded or yeah. blown up. It's like if a shark was blown up, would it send out a signal to other sharks to avenge me? And she's like, no, that's no. <laughs> but you can see it start to wash over him of like, fuck, we're back. You know, like I imagine any cop, anytime you see that the scream killer motif has been hit. Yeah. You know, you're just like, ah, here we go again. Like, we're going through it. But I like that he was showing the effects of the first movie all throughout that once sharks were on the table again. Sure. It is a shame, though, that nobody else in town remembers that all the stories this guy told him and that Hooper told of a boat exploding to kill a shark four years ago. Right. I like that we get some of the same townspeople. Mm. Yeah, like the the mayor and the mayor. like the mayor's clerk. Yeah. The the woman. The woman is what I meant, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's my favorite <laughs> from the first movie. I don't think that's funny. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the brief little scene in the police station. Like the one scene I think we get in the police station. Because it shows you that the town's still full of kooks. We get the two, the couple who just is annoyed and wants something. And then we get the old man who wants the cops to do something because the neighbor girl is seducing his son through the window with dancing. Yeah, yes. I love that. Uh, and I love the like, oh, cool, deputy, come in here. You got a 745 for me. Let's let's go over there. He's like, 745? I don't know what that means. He means get me the hell out of here. What's with this camera? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he opens the door back up, the guy's like, dancing in, in the window. I can't believe it. It's like, dude, come. You live in a beach town. Like, let the girl seduce your son. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old he is, yeah. but I can guarantee every... he's not complaining. Yeah. Every other teen is getting seduced on this island. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised at the number of teens we had. Yeah. And it felt like people kept showing up. Yeah, there was a lot of them. And I think that was more of the... Because when did Halloween come out? Like, I feel like we're starting to get into the... Slashers against teens. Halloween was 78. Oh, so nine. maybe the same year then. Yeah. Um, but this kind of feels like the start of that, like, okay, we just gotta, we're gonna off a bunch of teens with a monster or a killer or whatever. So let's just throw a bunch in yeah, there. Yeah, just ring the dinner bell and. So we can cut a few loose. Because if it was just one or two, you probably wouldn't kill one. Yeah. But here we've got like yeah. 10 of them, so right. we can kill a couple for dramatic effect and still have the Brody sons both survive, mm. you know, we'll, yeah. we'll kill some ancillary ones. It's fine. I love the scene where they're trying to get the younger kid. The woman has already been swallowed whole. A right rope. In front of him. And like, they're like yelling at him. Like this felt really realistic. Like you have to catch this rope or I'm going to come over there and kick the shit out of you. Like where you're just mm, so yeah, stole freaked your head out. In, yeah. and, like you're mad. Because you just, you need this to go right. Yeah, because this is, if if you've ever needed anyone to listen to you in any sense, you get mad anyway. But if you need someone to listen to you in an emergency, there is no level of anger that I will not reach for to make that a thing. <laughs> you know? Like. Yeah, we, we went the sympathy route. We're being nice to you. Take yeah. the rope, take the rope. Oh, all right, it's it. not working. Now I'm going to fucking just yeah. yell at you and threaten you. Yeah. yeah. Positive reinforcement didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Negative reinforcement, a boot's going up right. your ass. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that being that kid though. Like I wouldn't have caught the rope either. I would have just hugged that fin and pretended like I didn't see anything and there's no one else there. And I'm back in my room playing with you know Lincoln Logs or whatever. Right. I am not here right now because 
I just watched a, a woman get eaten in front of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also love one of the girls, the cousin of the friend who's like Mike's love interest, mm-hmm. is the most wigged out in mm-hmm. like the catamaran situation. And at one point, like, you hear a character go, like, how's she doing? And they pan down, and she's, like, shaking, shaking, shaking. like a, a, like a, like a tiny dog. Yeah. Like, just, just have like, to keep her warm. Sh- yeah, I'm like, that's not the problem. That, like, yeah. bless you, that's not the issue Yeah, for her. Like, I kind of wish one of the other girls was like, she's freaked out, you idiot. Or, like, <laughs> smacked them or something. Like, what are you asking if she's okay? Like, her friend just got eaten. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't her cousin, but it was a friend of hers. Got Ian, you know. I like when the Larry or the when they <laughs> the Brody kid goes, uh, "Larry, are we gonna make it to the island?" <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote that one down too. Fucking great. Oh. I will say I don't know if the kids went through training or if they just like recruited kids from the island or whatever, but they're they're they are the ones sailing these fucking things. There's not like. That's true. Cutaways. Like, I'm seeing the actors do all of this shit. So I'd be curious to know if... And again, they're not being asked a lot outside of the ones that are just completely terrified. But I imagine maybe some of them have sailing experience. They must. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I wasn't paying attention to, like, when they were raising sails and actively doing things. If it was, like, from behind and it's clearly, like, a stunt guy in a wig Mm -hmm. that matches the kid's hair. But there are definitely shots where they're just, like, laying there and leaning and pulling, holding ropes that you see their faces. Yeah. But that would be pretty cool if they were all definitely doing that. Yeah. Makes sense why they all crashed into each other, though. Right, Not right. as good as they should be. <laughs> yeah, you were having an anxiety attack anytime there was any boats on screen, because they're just zipping around each other. It's like the ultimate, like, it's like a parking lot on Black Friday, because it's just cars and things. Yeah, it, just looks like, it looks like Frogger. It just, it's like, because, and again, it. The perspective, I'm sure if you had, like, an above shot, you'd see, like, there's plenty of space between the boats, but the way it's shot, it looks like they're all just going to crash into each other any minute. It's like a roundabout in a video. Basically. (laughs) Nobody knows how anything works. I do, I do, like, at least, and I, maybe it not caught this one as a child or even as an adult, but, uh, the, the throwaway, like, I contacted Matt Hooper. Oh, that's so funny. I was like, that's nice that they just, like, did that. Yeah. Well, because you'd wonder... I I knew I was because I wasn't sure if he's who gonna show up or whatever. Yeah. Besides, um, besides Brody, it's nice for people to be like, oh yeah, the shark tracking and catching expert isn't going to be around this time. So, yeah. but we gotta write him out somehow. And it made and the thing they came up with of like, oh, he's on like a fishing vessel or an expedition, like a science expedition, and won't be back till the spring. Like, okay, that makes a ton of sense that's a actually a really good way to write him out that isn't just like he says he can't come down until the you know until monday because he's he's got plans with his family or something like it didn't, sure you know this at least was like okay not only is he not here but he could not possibly come for any length of time this movie could take which was yes yeah. what'd you think about how the shark going getting electrocuted did you think that's I mean, going into it, the movie's chugging along. You're like, okay, we're going to have to kill this thing at some point. Mm-hmm. What is your head telling you? What are you thinking when you do? I had forgotten about the scene where they pull up the cable when they're trying to find the remains okay. of the skier. So it wasn't until we pull up the cable for a second time that I was like, oh, 
this is the keystone. Yeah, yeah same. Because I thought the power line the first time was just the red herring of, oh my God, maybe we caught the shark. Oh my God, maybe we caught a dead body. Oh my God, maybe we caught a piece of scuba gear or the boat that they were on or mm. something to show a victim or let these characters know that the things that happened already are real. They're not missing voters. They're not coincidences. They are shark related. And so when they pull up the power line, it's like, oh, nope, this is just a power line. Like, we don't want to mess with this because we'll lose power on the island. Throw it back. It, it's no good to us. I was like, oh, that was a good fake out with the conceivable thing that would be there that is heavy and... Okay, cool. That that all works out. And, like, didn't even give it a second thought. And then when he pulled it up again, even when it got caught again, I still didn't notice it was a power line. I was just like, oh, it got caught on something. Like, that really sucks. And then when they pulled that up again, I was like, yep. Okay. Now yeah. I know how the movie ends. Yeah. Um, so I was in the same boat as you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like Brody walking across it like it's a legend <laughs> of the Hidden Temple. Like the right, yeah. And it, like, I think the movie knows he looks ridiculous, so they try to cut away. But every time you cut back, you're like, no, this is silly. He's he's trying to reach with that leg, and he keeps falling and climbing. And I'm pretty sure there is a Legend of the Hidden Temple game where you're in a little dinghy like that, pulling a rope across. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So uh, that was a nice little fun nostalgia touch (laughs) for an absolutely ridiculous sequence. Yeah. Um, But I did like how he learned from his conversation previous... About how when a steady beat and commotion and noise and waves happen in the water, that's mm. what attracts sharks. Like he listened to uh, his potential second love interest, the shark yeah. lady. Uh, oh, he listened. Oh, he listened. Oh, yeah. Real intense. Whale woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so when whale woman told him that, he remembered it. <laughs> and so at first, when he first started slamming the oar into the cable, I was like, dude's not really trying to cut this with a wooden ore, right? And then he kept doing it. I was like, oh wait, no, he learned something and is using it practically at the end of the move. This is very good. Yeah. He took a throwaway line of dialogue at the beginning that we all kind of already knew that's how sharks work because you're meant to think in that moment, like, oh, the motor from whatever they were doing, that's what attracted the shark. Got it. But he he applied it. I was worried how he was going to get away so where he didn't get electrocuted. Or where the water wasn't electrified. Because if the shark cuts through that. Right. And then leaves half of it dangling in the water. Anyone touching the water is. Right. Immediately vicinity. I would think would would die. I'm not an electricity water expert. But it seems like it would be within that radius. Right. who knows. I like that the movie is just like. No, just the shark. Yeah. Well, because he still keeps it out of the water. And then by the time it sinks into the water. Maybe the fail-safes have tripped and, Mm. uh, you know, like... Because there's got to be some kind of fail-safe if a cable gets ripped up in the ocean that it wouldn't just electrify that vicinity, maybe. I know, again, not an expert. Just like a bunch of lobsters, like, ooh. Yeah. (laughs) They all sort of just come to the surface. They're just making it easy for the scuba divers. Yeah. (laughs) But I did love the, like, it's completely out of the water. It's just... It's on fire. Lightning shooting out of its face. If the face is melting, when it already looked badass with its charred scars. Yeah. yeah. Smoke coming out from We definitely got some, like, yeah. Ghostbuster era, like, lightning, yep. yeah. CGI, matted in, drone. Mm-hmm. Drone in, but 
Yeah, no, that was cool. It was a cool way to go out because you can't really do explosion again. You can't go backwards and just do harpoon gun. You just can't use cyanide wax bullets, which was an outrageous scene that was hilarious in how like meticulous they were with the shots and how he was being where it's just like, okay, a couple drops of cyanide on each bullet that has the like the cone carved out so it can hold that. And then, all right, we're lighting wax and we're going to keep the the cyanide in the bullet with the wax, which is maybe a thing. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they were hollow point bullets. So, I mean, that's why that is there, but like, yeah, just bizarre. <laughs> but the fact that he's like hiding it, like he's doing heroin or something like that. Yeah. And I like that the, um, skipper like goes back in and turns the light on. Like, what the fuck are you doing in yeah. here? Yeah. Cause it does look like he's about to shoot up. Yeah. With his little like towel that he puts over it and then like smuggles it out of the office. Oh yeah, he's like like bolly like, like one of his shirts like raveled up. It's like <laughs> this guy's ready to put a belt on this thing. Yeah, he's wet. He's wet. He's wet. He's perspiring out. Yeah. Well, he just came out of the fishing that body out of the water. Oh, true. Which what that was probably the scariest moment was when yeah. he he flips because I thought he was gonna pick up that wood, see a big shark, you know, bite shaped hole in the side of it. And be like, this is it. This is my smoke. Or like gun. the boat registration number or some shit. Something. Yeah. And not a full-on charred dead. dead body. <laughs> so that, that got me. I, I, I got a little jump out of that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely like the grossest mm-hmm. part of the movie. That's oh, yeah. The, the dummies the just like. The Ben Gardner's boat. Yeah, the dummies in the water like. Kneecaps knocking together. Yeah. What do you think of just how it, it pretty much ended the way the first one ended? We don't get like. To take a parade, we don't get any of that shit, trophies, none of that fucking slap on the back, good job. Dude, I feel like he needs to get his... his he went due? through two full movies of nobody believing him, that people were in danger, that shit was gonna go down. He saved ten teenagers, his own son. Like, dude went on an absolute one-man rescue mission. And we just get the movie ending with him paddling an inflatable raft with a half an oar, you know? And a kid going, yay! Daddy, you did it! Like, okay, cool, man. Like, I, it feels so unsatisfying because I, I wanted him to not necessarily get rehired, but get an apology, get a, like, a, Roy, like, you know, we're never going to doubt you again kind of thing. The job's yours if you want it. What do you like? What do you want? You yeah. know, something. Mm-hmm. I don't need a ticker tape parade. I don't need a key to the city necessarily, but <laughs> have him bring the kids back in to cheers and one of the guys going like, ah, I'm so, and like having him just like flip him off or something. Be like, I don't even want to hear from you right now. I'm the badass. You're the weak willed little people and I'm the giant of amity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You know, sure, sure. not that direct, but I feel like he needs. Some kind of praise, and he never gets it through two nearly identical movies. Right. I mean, to your, to your credit, I think the fact if I had not seen these movies as much as I have, and with my track record of the show of like stark endings and things just ending, I would have been like, "What?" <laughs> but I don't hate it. I don't. I don't hate it either. I don't it's, hate it. It's just not what I want. I yeah. I like that it's like the shark has exploded, and we just have a moment of like. We're gonna live, yeah. and like that's it, because that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Like the movie, just like to someone just rubbing your back, like isn't everything fine now? Yeah, everything's good. It'll be alright. Everything's over. It's all over now. 
And I get that, like, here, I feel like it's more of a callback to the first movie sure. yeah. than it is, uh, this is a good ending for our movie. It's mm-hmm. just, we should end both movies with dead shark survivors excited. Yeah, Brody on, like, flip floating device yeah. going to shore. Yeah, so, to, to its credit, it is doing a, a motif. It's on brand. Yeah, exactly. But in a... In the ways that we've talked about other ways this could have differentiated itself from the first one to stand on its own, like some of those other movies we talked about at the beginning, where those feel like they're part of the universe, but they also, like you said, you could jump in and just watch that one and you'd have a good time because they're good movies start to finish condensed stories. Mm. Where this, again, is like, I feel like you only like that ending because it's the same as the first one and it fits with what that one did. Sure. Rather than... It's its own movie doing its own thing. But it could have been worse, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have any more thoughts? No. Just a, a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, knowing that the joke about the Jaws franchise is too many sequels and diminishing returns, I expected this to be more of a fall off the cliff of the franchise rather than what it seems like it might be, which is a gradual decline. Mm-hmm. Again, having not seen three or four, knowing that this one, while not the caliber of the first movie, is a fun movie that I enjoyed watching, that makes it seem like it's a more... Okay, that's just by the time we get to four, now it's ridiculous. Or maybe 3D was jumping the shark because it was A, 3D, and B, the third unnecessary third movie in a franchise that didn't need sequels. But yeah, no, I was definitely surprised by this because I didn't. I thought we, would, like I said, it would be more of a dramatic, stark difference in terms of quality between the two. And while I don't think any film class would dissect this quite as well as the first one, I I had a blast. So to your kids' sentiments from before, like I just liked what I saw. Yeah, I don't care about the nuances and the cinematography and the editing and everything like that. Like I just I watched a movie. I enjoyed what I watched. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Well, then I think we started off uh, September, sequel September, pretty, uh, pretty strong. Yeah, I I think so. Mildly enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we won't put the shitty on yet. Yeah. Because this was still, I think this was a worthwhile follow-up. I can see why they went on to make more. Because, you know, you can get, if you can get another Jaws 2 out of it, okay, fine. Yeah. You know? And if the third one has worse dialogue or worse acting, but still the kills are cool and some of those good movie qualities still exist, then okay, those could be worthwhile too. I mean, the next one is Dennis Quaid and the shark infiltrates a, uh, an aquarium. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> <It's less> exciting. <laughs> Dude, I just like... Shark everywhere. Shark at an aquarium. Shark at a shopping mall. Yeah, all of it. Shark at a shopping mall. I bought at a book fair when I was in elementary school. It's like a collection of scary short stories that were all shark themed. And there was one that I believe was set at like a shopping mall that had had like, it was like either attached to the ocean or like had like a shark exhibit and like there had been a flood and the sharks came up and we're like chasing this girl yeah find that book dude I, it sounds like a sharks window shopping at the mall sounds <laughs> right? yeah 
Where do you think they go? It sounds like a good hot topic. Hot topic. To- yeah, that's Pack Sun. Yeah. They get some board shorts. They get some board shorts, yeah. Okay, can you find me some quick silver bathing suits in a size extra, 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 extra large? Right. <laughs> cool. All right, well, that'll do it then for this week's episode of Fine I'll Watch It. You can find every episode of Fine I'll Watch It every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Remember, you can also rate and review this show uh, in Apple Music and on Spotify. So if you enjoy it, we would appreciate five stars. We appreciate everyone who listens as well. So if you like the show, uh, make sure to tell a friend, especially if they've seen any of the movies that we've covered, if they have any particular favorite sequels uh, that came out to popular movies that may or may not have deserved a sequel. You can let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, You can also let us know what you think of Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, Jaws for the Revenge, uh, any of the other uh, Jaws related media. I'm sure there's comic books and novels and and who knows what else. But uh, if you like any of that, make sure to let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, We'll be continuing with uh, sequel September the rest of this month. We haven't nailed down the exact order of things quite yet, but stay tuned. I know we're going to be revisiting a series that we've watched already multiple movies of, I think, at some point this month as well. So stay tuned for more of that. But once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Bridget. And thanks so much for listening.